Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast, where we dive into tactical strategies to grow your business and make an impact on this world. A huge part of success is keeping your mindset and vision on track. So this is a major part of our process and this podcast. Let's do this. Hey, Erin here. Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. This week, I wanted to talk about how to create top-performing lead magnets. So they're called different things. Sometimes they're called lead magnets. Sometimes they're freebies. Sometimes they're opt-ins. But essentially, this is content that is gated, meaning people get access to it after giving you their email address. I always like to require at least their first name and the email address because then when you do start sending them emails and they're on your list, you can uh, personalize the email with their first name. Um, I also don't recommend requiring too many fields for them to fill out because each additional field is an extra barrier to entry um, that users may, when they see a a long form, they may not even want to deal with it. But of course, it depends upon your industry um, and what is typically required there. So having a lead magnet is um, pretty critical to Uh, growing your email list. So as you know, I'm a huge proponent of having an email list is those are your people. That's your, that's your community. Um, totally more so than those on social media. Cause as we know, we don't own social media. So if something were to happen, um, to that platform or to your access, there goes your access to your, your community. And how awful would that be? So I always teach people to create uh, and grow their own email list and doing so with a lead magnet um, is a great way to do that. So we're going to go over some tips on how to create a great lead magnet in order to grow your email list. So there's a few things uh, to consider first. So you might want to ask yourself, what are like the top things you're asked, right? Like as you know who your ideal community is, right? So I've talked about that in numerous podcast episodes. Um, we ask I actually talked about it on the latest Power Hour show, which I co-host every Thursday morning on LinkedIn, um, you know, with ways to identify your ideal customer, your ideal community, right? Because that's really at the foundation of everything. If you don't know who you're talking to or or who you're creating content for, you're kind of DOA, right? So um, I'm assuming um, that you you do know who your ideal community is at this point. If not, then check out my earlier trainings or the Power Hour um, that we just did in September. Okay, so you want to look at what the top three questions that you're constantly asked by your ideal community. What are you asked about um, when they find out what what you do, right? And like, what is your ideal community's, like what's their biggest pain points and also what are their desires? So you don't necessarily always have to focus on the negative of like what um, the challenges they have, but what do they want as well? What are the positives? Um, and you then you wanna make content that's like so valuable that your, your ideal community would be like, this is exactly what I needed. How is this free? This is so valuable, right? So those are some ways, like especially looking at the the questions that you're usually asked and the pain points or desires that your community has. If you build content around that, that's going to be, um, you know, a way for them to be like, oh my gosh, yes, I do want this. So um, you also want to look at like, what does your community need to be aware of, right? What do they, they what do they need to believe in order to want what you're offering? Okay. 
So uh, a few ideas could be um, like a starter kit, you know, for whatever niche that you're in, be it like starting your own business or, you know, creating cupcakes, baking, you know, that sort of a thing. Uh, Maybe a quick start guide, right? Um, Could be another one. Um, A step-by-step guide, uh, maybe like a content creation guide for women in business, that sort of a thing. You could do worksheets, exercises. Um, you could do uh, cheat sheets. Uh, you could do like a five-day guide, right? Um, you could do survival kits. These are all um, different tools that you could give to your your community. And then you're going to want to embed that lead magnet in your content, right? So whether it's a a podcast, like I've um, given you guys um, content on um, the uh, summary pages, the show notes for podcast episodes that correlate with that podcast episode. Um, but you could embed them in a blog post, you could create your own landing page for them, that sort of a thing. So once you figure out what kind of uh, lead magnet you're going to create for your audience, um, you typically, I create a PDF. Okay, so I you typically use Canva to design design it for myself. Obviously, you can use a designer too, but I actually have a lot of fun using Canva. So I will create a PDF using Canva, um, and then I will upload it. We use Amazon S3 to upload it to host it. So um, you could, in Canva, you can create, you can um, select the size uh, that you want. It could be like a magazine cover within documents for the cover of the lead magnet. Um, If you have a cover, it could make it look a little more professional. Um, I have actually used... um, uh, PowerPoint and Canva formats uh, that I have purchased from people in Etsy. So they're beautifully designed already and I just upload them and then I'm on my way and I just edit them with my own content. Um, so when you're in Canva though, you can select a background image or you can upload your own images. You can select t- uh, text. Um, and then I have already selected, you could do a brand kit in Canva with your um, brand colors and your fonts. So I have those uh, all ready to go. So when I create something in Canva, those are already there for me so that all of my content will follow my brand guidelines. So you can select your text and, you know, you make headings, subheads, that sort of a thing. You can add new pages, right? So you can, um, as you're going along, just add like an additional page as you go, depending upon how long your, your PDF is going to be. And they have templates too, right? So I've I've purchased stuff from Etsy. I've created my own. And then also Canva has templates that you can use. And you just kind of um, duplicate those and uh, you are on your way. Um, and then when you're done, you can click download and then click uh, PDF standard. And Canva is free. I do pay for the pro account. It just gives you more access to more of the images and uh, uh, fun features. And then you're going to want to put your your lead magnet um, on your website. And so um, typically I create, you can do this in a number of ways. I will create a landing page that has a form on it that requires the first name and the email address of the person. And then they get an email from me with a link um, to the PDF that way. So that's just how I I do it. And if you have any questions on that, let me know, because that could actually be its own podcast episode. (laughs) But Within your PDF, you do want to 
Um, make sure that you clearly define the pain point or the desire that you're you're going after. Um, and you want to make sure it's focused on one idea. Uh, and again, that it's very clear and it's a, a value to your ideal community. Ideally, you're, you're going to use language that's used by your uh, community so that they immediately connect with it. Um, and then uh, I think two episodes ago, I went over um, headlines, right? Like empowering, like have more powerful headlines. So that's another thing you're going to want to do is a headline that tells what it is. Um, and subtitles only if nece- only if needed. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to, to that. Um, and so kind of the layout that I typically use for a lead magnet is like, you have a really catchy headline, maybe a subtitle that supports it, um, you know, and it can, it should say like kind of what's in it for them, and conversational bullet points, maybe you're going to want to get specifics of what they will get from the lead magnet, more benefits than like exactly what they're going to get, right? So they're, they're more interested in what they're going to get out of it rather than, you know, it's two blog posts or three videos, you know, they want to know more about it. And it's if you're talking to one person. So Try not to use language where you're like you're talking to a group of people, like "Hey guys" or that sort of a thing. You want to say like "you," like you may be thinking, like "Does this sound like you?" That sort of a thing. So they feel like you're speaking directly to them. Um, and a quick note too: uh, imagery is really important on these um, pages as well. I. Ch- Typically, I'll, I might stick a photo of myself in there, um, but I also use resources like Social Curator. Um, they have really good stock photos that is a paid membership, or there's free ones like Unsplash, right? And then you want to make your button copy actionable. So when they put in their first name, their email address, you're going to have a call to action button. Um, I typically make them actionable yet fun. So you could you know, instead of just like download or, you know, you could put like, give it to me or download now or get it now, or I'm ready, you know, that sort of a thing. Um, And then, you know, depending upon my, my um, opt-in pages are typically pretty short, but if it's pretty long, like if you have, um, if you're including this on a sales page or something, um, then you can have the opt-in box on kind of multiple spots on the page. Um, And in some cases, having a testimonial can be a nice touch, right? So maybe they're more apt to download something from you if there's some comments on the page from other people who really value your work. Um, and then there's stuff that you could have at the bottom of the page, like your privacy policy and that sort of a thing. Some platforms, like I use Kajabi, they have a um, standard one that I kind of edit for our own use. Um, you could also do pop-up box- boxes for the first name and email. I typically don't. I typically just use the in-page, but that is an option. Um, and then when they put in their first name and email address, it's going to automatically um, redirect them to a confirmation or a thank you page. So typically this page, um, I let them know to go check their email um, because that's the way that the PDF will be delivered to them. And then they can be um, uh, added to my kind of welcome sequence. And then you can also include a link to your podcast or your website within that page too for them to check out other things. So I would say check out Kajabi, ConvertKit, a lot of the... um, Website platforms have opt-in page templates that you can use. Um, And then your your thank you page copy should be very simple. So you want to, again, direct them to their email um, to get it. You want to confirm that they're, like, confirm, like, what they requested. Like, re-say the name of the PDF. Like, hey, thanks for, you know, grabbing whatever PDF, right? Um, And that it's on its way, right? So it's almost like a thank you and a confirmation page um, in one. Um, You could, I've seen people do this, I haven't done this yet, but you could include a video uh, to add 
like another way to connect, right? A view of you saying like, hey, thanks for downloading this, you know, that sort of a thing. Try to keep it under a minute. And it's just like a quick greeting um, to your community. And um, basically let them know like, hey, say thank you, like what they can expect, like go check your email, that kind of thing. And for that delivery email, um, again, keep it super simple. You want to grab their attention though. So the subject line should be um, descriptive, like here's here's the guide you requested or, you know, here's your free download or that sort of a thing. So they know like, okay, this is exactly what I just asked for. And they'll go and click on that and grab their stuff. Um, and then in that email as well, you can remind them why they downloaded it and why it's um, going to be helpful for them, kind of like what's in it for them. And then you can also place the link to the download, their freebie, a few times throughout the email, depending upon how long your email is. And then you can include another call to action. Action, right. So what's their next step? They download it, but then maybe you could also say, hey, come check out my podcast, my blog, um, as long as it's relevant to the piece that they just downloaded. So that is a very, very quick <laughs> top level view of um, how to create a top performing lead magnet. I might do uh, separate episodes that kind of dive in deeper to each of these parts because there's so many different steps, but I hope that this gives you a great uh, jumping off point and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. To keep the fun going, check out our Facebook group, Start and Scale an Online Business, for even more free trainings and resources from fellow entrepreneurs. If you haven't already, head on over to musclecreative.com and click subscribe to join our email list for our weekly updates. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, check us out on your favorite podcast platform to follow us and give us a review. As always, be authentic, bring an insane amount of value, and keep crushing it.